For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Seven oh eight on the mic. Count the show. It's one zero two five. The bone. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five or eight hundred seven seven one one zero two five. The phone numbers. This Saturday morning, you can join Carmen and Spanish. They'll be doing what we call kegs and eggs with Bud Light and Bud Light Seltzer at McDitton's in Soho. They'll be out there serving breakfast and Bud Light and Bud Light Seltzer and other uh, products. To kick off Gasparilla. Now, in Spanish, I have to tell you, yes. I, I would like to go to that uh, now that I know that the parade is starting later in the day. Correct, yeah. But I can't guarantee that's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, I, I feel like uh, the, eight to te- the 8 to to noon is uh, for people that are ready to get up and start day drinking early and want to go all day, which I don't I don't suggest you do that because I, I don't want to I'm a be, guy who likes to nap. Right, yeah. So. But I think if you get down there between noon and 2, like if they're done at noon but still hanging out, you yeah. get down there. Have a few drinks and then get ready for the parade. My biggest fear is after the parade, how do we get back? That I don't know. That is... I need you to figure that out. Yeah, that is... How do we not have personalized kites (laughs) where you hold on and they're just... They operate like a drone. You just hold on to it and with your thumb... That would be awesome. Can't go too high. Can't go over buildings or anything. Just picks you up about 10 feet off the ground so you can fly over people. For short-term distances. Yeah. That sounds delightful. They'll die in a half hour, so you can't go very far. And you just got to know when it starts dying, get down. And even if the worst comes to worst, you fall out of the sky, you fall down. I mean, we got those rollerblade shoes. We should just have little jetpack shoes. Big difference between jetpacks <laughs> and rollerblades. It has a uh, battery life, and like 10 minutes before it's going to die, it'll start beeping. And then five minutes, it just has a continuous beep where yeah. it's like, meh, and down. very annoying. <laughs> yeah, to let you know. And then if you just say on, they go, okay, well, you're going to uh-huh. break your feet. Good luck. Good yeah. luck, yeah. And then you just leave them all over downtown like they do with the scooters. And if you fly one over the water and you let it go into the water, they charge a credit card for it. I have not uh, been on any of those scooters, but I have seen those scooters in some areas where I go, really? Like, is there... I people, have, are there even people that walk through here? I, don't I know. have not been on the scooters either, and that's only because I was eating at Chena one night. And I watched a bunch of people try to get on those scooters. Yeah. And they all fell on their faces. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. People that don't ride scooters normally, yeah, Yeah. are going to fall on their face. Just like if you've never ridden a motorcycle and you get on one, you're going to fall. Yeah. Actually, I don't ride a motorcycle. Yeah. Yeah. When I went to uh, eat breakfast at this restaurant in Siesta Key and there was a bunch of bikers there and I went and and looked at all their motorcycles out of jealousy. Not because I can't have one, because I just know I can't drive it. You know, I, I'll be honest with you. I'd love to have one, but I just, uh, people in cars are it's terrible. A, yeah, so, yeah. you know, I don't want to be on a motorcycle. <laughs> We're talking to you old people. You're probably not listening, but you old people are really, like, I can't get mad at you because I'm always afraid that, that my grandmother's doing it to somebody else. And yeah. that if I yell it at you, then you would have yelled at my grandmother. So, but if I pull up next to you and you're driving horrible and I look at you and you're just an old man, I go, oh. Can I tell you, though, you're kind of talking out of school on this one because it's a lot of young people texting. Uh, not even young true. people, just people, people in general. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm saying not right. old. Gotcha. Yeah. Sorry. There are the old that just are clueless and have no idea what's going on. But then there's a lot of the rest of the people oh. that are 
always texting. Every time you see it, and you go, what is, what is this guy doing? Yeah. 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 And it's somebody texting, and you're like, come on. And, and for that, I apologize. But yeah. I'm sure. I like to get in front of them and then slam my brakes on, do a little brake check. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's so scary. Ah, they drop their phone. They swerve. I really get insurance. Yeah. I'm just like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. It is 712. Let's check in with Calvin. We got today's news. And now, news with Galvin on the Mike Calter Show. What do we have in news today, Galvin? So you alluded to it before the uh, break. By the way, news is brought to you by Pelt Shoes. Pelt Shoes specializes in style and comfort for all shoe brands and sizes, even those hard-to-find fits. They have six locations throughout Tampa. Just go to PeltShoes.com. Make sure you mention Galvin when you're checking out. You'll get 10% discount. Just go right up to him and go. Yeah, and, and thank him for helping out the uh, Calta Family Foundation at, very the, nice. at the holidays. What, very what a nice. great uh, family-owned store. So you started to talk to about this a little bit before we went to break. Iguanas mm-hmm. are falling out of trees in Florida again. I heard Slater talking about the first time and that it's happening again this morning. Yeah, so they're stunned by the cold. The same thing happened to a bunch of them back in 2018 and 2010. Here is an expert from the Miami Zoo explaining what happens to the iguanas. It's almost like they go totally to sleep. Generally speaking, if it warms up quickly afterwards, they can recover. But smaller animals sometimes will not recover. I knew of a gentleman who was collecting them all in the street and just throwing them in the back of the station wagon. And all of a sudden, as he's driving down US-1, these things are coming along and crawling on his back and almost <laughs> caused a wreck. Because they're just kind of stunned. They're you know so cold that it's almost like a... Uh hypothermia type thing, right? And then yeah. once they warm up, they, uh, they're back. It's like they're alive again all of a sudden. So be careful, people down there. You're walking and an iguana falls on your head or something. Now, I wouldn't say to kill an iguana or, or anything like that, but nature happens for a reason. Maybe it gets cold because we have too many iguanas. Right. Let them freeze out for a little while, and the new baby iguanas will be here next year. <laughs> free lunch. My and my dad was texting me yesterday. He's like, oh, iguana's falling. I was like, that's free lunch. Street meat. Tastes like chicken. Who eats they are delicious they really taste just like chicken i swear yeah i gotta first off everything tastes like chicken we get it <laughs> uh if i had a blindfold on you you wouldn't know uh, you would have no idea no that's not true huh i may i may not know it's iguana but i'm like this chicken that tastes weird <laughs> same thing with frogs no no, no i'm saying you wouldn't know what it was you wouldn't know you can't like they do that on uh, hell's kitchen or whatever where right. they have scallops and they have Steak, yeah, and they and can't they, tell the difference. And they're yeah. like scallops, and they're like turkey. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> no idea. Yeah, it's weird when you're blindfolded. Turkey. Yeah, see how good your palate really is. I watched Chopped last night. Yeah, Chopped is a good show. Always, like it's been on for so long, it's still a good show. So Chopped is one of those ones that I catch every once in a while. I've been watching a Guy's Grocery thing, whatever it's called, Guy's Grocery, yeah, yeah, watch that. where they have to go through the grocery store and grab different stuff, and then they have to make certain things, whatever. But uh, sometimes they can only use like two aisles, or he says you have to use chocolate, or it has to be under $30 or whatever. It's pretty interesting. And then the other one that I watch is Beat Bobby Flay. Yeah. Oh, Bobby Flay Bobby Flay wins 90% of the time yeah. or more. Bobby Flay wins 90% or more, but I can tell you that two Tampa chefs have beat him. Yeah. And I know one was announced recently, and I don't know if they've announced the other one yet. So I heard he was beaten by two chefs right here from the Tampa Bay area. There was this place up in Louisville when I lived up there called Lynn's Paradise Cafe. And it was a real kind of eclectic place, whatever. But she had, like, 
baked mac and cheese balls and all kind of uh, pancakes with chocolate. Like every famous person would go there before the derby. Like Dustin Hoffman right. would be there. All these different people would be in there. What does he say? Uh, for they'd come up and they'd go, uh, hi, Dustin, can we get you something? And you go, morning. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but she beat him. Favorite. She beat uh, Bobby Flay. Oh, really? Yeah, that was one of the only ones that I knew that uh, beat him. Um, I watched Rain Man the other day. Yeah, oh, good movie. Great movie. But I don't think we give I don't think we give Tom credit enough credit Tom Cruise enough credit for his early acting. Oh yeah, he's good in there. I mean, he's a he's a good movie star. Anything he's in will be a big deal. But he had some good that and. He also does not get credit for the show me the money scene. Yeah. Like that yeah. guy gets Serious. counted as a joke and everybody laughs it off. But if you think about it, that's a guy who's losing everything that he has going for right. him. Yeah. And he's trying to appease his black client by saying, I love black people. Show <laughs> me the money. And he kills it. And the desperation in the bathroom. Help me. Yeah. Help yeah, you. Yeah. Like, help me. I'm trying to make you more money. Yeah. Just go along with it. Stop bucking the system and stuff. That, yeah. That is. The number one way, uh, uh, the number one feeling that I've ever seen capture what it's like to be fired. Because Jerry Maguire was a sports agent for this large firm, and everybody loved him. He was their top guy, him and Bob Sugar. Yeah. And then the minute they decide to fire him, everybody's turned their back on him. John. Hate him, wacko, can't talk. They were just throwing a bachelor party for him the week before. Then he gets fired, and nobody wants to have anything to do with him. That's what it's like to be fired in in most businesses. You know what else I like in there? In uh, uh, which what is it called? Jerry Maguire. Yeah, uh, is Glenn Fry acting? Oh yeah, Glenn Fry is the manager. And then John Travolta's wife, hot and mean. Mm-hmm. You will not do that. Just uh, all. That's John Travolta's wife. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, by the way, you, you can't grasp Jerry Maguire. You can say, "Show me the money." Or the human head weighs ten pounds, and that's how everybody knows the movie. <laughs> is. You can be like, "What's that movie with Tom Cruise, a human head movie?" Or, or, secret garden touch your body. I don't know. What the yeah, I don't. That does nothing for me. That song. <laughs> uh, there's a 36 year old guy named Daniel Booth from McLennie, Florida. Uh, I think it's Rob McElhiney. (laughs) (laughs) McLenny, I think it is. Uh, Florida, it's outside of Jacksonville, like in between Jacksonville and Lake City. Uh, And he was at his job at a solar power plant last week when the cops showed up to arrest him on a warrant for selling meth. You don't want to be arrested. So Daniel decided to make a run for it. Then he jumped That always works out, even in the movies. Jumped into a pond and tried to hide from the cops underwater. Guess what happened? (gasps) Drowned. No, he had to come up for a lot of air. And when he did, they said, yeah, you're on the rest. <laughs> we saw you jump into the pond. What's like, the only thing that could have ended better? If he would have drowned or a gator, gator got him. Yeah, yeah gator. that's always good, too. Jump right on top of the back of a big 12-footer. Yeah. So now not only is he busted for the selling the math, but he has charges for trying to escape. He didn't mm-hmm. come out of the water and yell home base? Doesn't that mean you're yeah. safe? All, right? all the oxen free. Yeah, I'm safe here. Yeah. I was in the water. Yeah. Yeah. You mean? Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Uh, uh, a couple in western India were set to get married next month after a year of planning their wedding, but they had just had to call it off because the groom's 48-year-old father and the bride 46-year-old mother both <gasps> vanished earlier this month. Oh, wow. Everyone's pretty sure that they decided to ditch their current spouses and elope. Oopsie. Turns out the groom's father and the bride's mother actually knew each other growing up and may have had a childhood romance. So when their adult children decided to get married, they started spending more time together and rekindled things. Both families have filed missing persons reports, though, because they haven't heard from them at all. So why can't they just have a double wedding? 
Well, well I mean, can you marry your sister? You know, because if the two parents get married, don't you become brother and sister? No, you're not bi- biological. Yeah, not biological, and also, but they were both married to other people. So you're really gonna be like, yeah, he but divorced what's my thing? mom and she divorced my dad, or run away and never right. be seen, and there people looking for you for the rest of your life. Yeah, but I just think it would be a little bit odd. Yeah, and we've yeah, been planning either way. We've been planning this wedding. You guys do your own wedding. Yeah, serious. You know, <laughs> but just let us know where you are because uh-huh. we assume that the. Chupacabra gotcha. <laughs> a lighthouse keeper in British Columbia, Canada, won $1 million in the lottery jackpot in November, but he had to wait two months to collect it because he couldn't find someone to cover for him mm-hmm. for his shift at the lighthouse. <laughs> he, he can't just leave the lighthouse alone and right. stuff. Somebody has to be there. He finally uh, got somebody to cover for him. He got the money on Monday. Here is a picture of exactly who you think works in the lighthouse. Wow. Yeah, he got a million dollars there. So I didn't even know Lighthouse Keeper was still a thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's because you don't live in a lighthouse area. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Mm-hmm. I and love lighthouses. If there are, it's in Canada. Like yeah. British Columbia. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're like, oh, okay. Uh-huh. That makes sense. I don't like lighthouses. There's a lot I, of circular stairs. I love lighthouses. They look nice. They do look very nice. They're, and they're creepy. I like how ominous they are. I wouldn't mind a job where I had to stay in the lighthouse. And that's it's like just a penthouse you. apartment. Yeah. And everyone's wanted to flip the light on. Right. <laughs> I hit the horn. I don't think it's a penthouse house apartment i think it's a rickety <laughs> wood chair <laughs> next to a giant light that the whole night is going bzzz, <laughs> oh it helps me sleep and it's cold uh-huh. and you can't even it's lay windy. down it's not even big enough for you to lay down straight <laughs> oh. you're like oh this is the worst <laughs> smells like the ocean yeah hey, uh, yesterday i was in the car with the kids and they got a call from a uh, telemarketer number yeah so i decided to answer it the the thing is that uh Hello, you've been chosen from Visa to lower your credit card oh, rate. And I go, oh, good, thank you. Let's do. It. I was, um, I was not as as. I sound a little differently when I was talking yesterday. Yeah, what you like, sound like? You what's up? He's like, you do have a credit card? I go, yeah, yeah, man. I got me a Capital One with a high interest rate. You know that kind of thing. What's in your wallet, eh? Mm-hmm. Then after a couple of minutes, he caught on, and he's like, hmm, jerk. I go, oh, what'd you say? And he's like, jerk. And he hung up, and I started laughing. The kids were laughing. Then he called back. And I go, hello. And he's like, hey. And I go, I think we got, uh, you know, disconnected. I was trying to get some information about my my interest rate. And he's like, jerk. Oh. And I started laughing again, and I hung up. And then he called me back again. <laughs> and at first it came up and said telemarketer twice. Then it was a number from Chicago. And I'm like, this son of a bitch is, not, is relentless. So now, now they're harassing me, but I don't know who to call. or to, There's really nothing care. you can do yeah. because yeah. the number they're calling from you, you it's call back, really and it's nothing. It just never answers, or it just but, goes straight busy or whatever. So I did run through the the spiel with the guy. So the guy's like, how much do you have in debt? And I said, $22,000. He's like, no problem. We can help you. What's the expiration date of your card? I was like, 823. He's like, okay, good. So uh, then he's like, what's your credit card number? And I went, well, how am I supposed to give you that? I go... How do I know it's safe? And he goes, well, I'm a credit card company. And I go, then you should have it already. And he got mad at me oh, for of course he using did. logic yeah. on him. <laughs> using logic. Like, jerk. And I go, I'm not a jerk. I just don't want to be falling into your scam. Uh-huh. My worst fear is that when I die and all the secrets of the world come to me, turns out a couple of those calls were legit. I just assumed oh, they were fake. could have done it. Yeah, they could have knocked. Yeah. They could have could turn out that guy that day, he wanted to wipe out your debt. Yeah. <laughs> I always give my credit card number. I go, okay, it's 1439er. <laughs> See, the I sign for pie. Uh-huh. <laughs> I give them my, my real number 5465988506252321. Oh. 
from 1992. Ah. And uh, because it's a real number, and I know, but right away they could tell you that's no good. Not mm-hmm. coming up right now. The MasterCard uh-huh. number doesn't work. What? Yeah. No good. What? I got scammed. <laughs> help! Uh-huh. Help! I've been hacked. Hacked. Yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> Just... Now, this is from a real, like a real newspaper. But I think this is fake fish. Like, there's no way this is right. There's no way this can possibly be right. A 15-year-old girl in China had a rare condition that made her look like an elderly woman. And she was getting bullied a lot. You know, I mean, think about that. You're 15. You look like a grandma. Got a little Benjamin Button action. So she had surgery, uh, plastic surgery, to help her look her age. We have a before and after picture. This can't be real. Take a look at Bone TV. No. Right? No way. I would do that. I, I mean, would go get that surgery tomorrow. She looks fantastic. There's no way. <laughs> There's I, no way. If you take that lady on the left and stretch her face back, you do, you do not get the lady on the right. I, But it's from like a real thing. No. In China? What? No. Calgary Sun. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Me, you know, not believe you. <laughs> I don't believe it either. No. I mean, they it is like, doctors. it goes from pound puppy to geisha girl. You yeah. know what I mean? But there's no, I don't even see her in there. I, you kind of with the eyes a little no, bit. No, you're saying they all look the same. The no, eyebrows. She's, yeah, that's what I mean. Don't she's, match. She's, well, because she's making well, angry she's, eyebrows. Yeah. I'm and the hairline does match, yeah. even though it's puffy on the other side. Lips are similar. Definitely shaved down the nose if it's real. Uh, pulled back the eyes and did all that stuff. I I, I can't believe that this is real. Fake squid. <laughs> Fake face. <laughs> Fake face. No yeah. Well, I, we'll have to put that up on social media so people can see and vote whether it's real or it not. It doesn't look like she... It looks like she has earrings in the picture on the left and none on the picture yeah, on the right. You're too small now. You, you know you can just take earrings. You can take <laughs> earrings out? Yeah. <laughs> no. Those aren't for life. Though that's a problem. They had to pull her ears back so far. <laughs> And then they use their earrings to stick them in their neck. That's how they kept the face pulled back. <laughs> yeah, I think that's Gross. it. Because look at her neck, too. Gross. Like, did they fix her neck and everything? She looks great. Uh, no, yeah. that is not. Again, send me that. I'll put it on Facebook. <laughs> that's, uh, There's no way. Whoever oh, that person right. is on the right is very pretty. No, compared to old droopy face she is. <laughs> but not just in general. <laughs> droopy. In general, she's pretty. Nope. Like, if you saw her. Well, uh, you you no, hate I, Asians. I don't hate uh, Asians. So you told me. No, I never said that. <laughs> you say it all the time. I said I'm not particularly attracted to them all. You almost all the time will be walking like down the hallway and you'll see one and you'll elbow me and then you go like this. No. Oh, yeah. I do not undertaker them. Uh-huh. I do not. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that I am not. They're at the top of my list. Okay. And I'm sure they're very disappointed by that. <laughs> They made by, by the way, mixed Asians, fantastic. Yeah, very pretty. Blasian, oh. a little. Uh, what's your sister in law? Uh, she was a Filipino. Oh, Filipino. It's something that's hot, but straight, straight Chinese. Oh, what? What? Do you, this is not doing it for me. What do you say about them? This is lovely people. <laughs> this is not my type. <laughs> No, I never said that. (laughs) Buffalo Wild Wings says if the Super Bowl goes into overtime, they'll give everyone in the U.S. and Canada free wings. No way. No thanks. You'll get a free order of boneless or traditional snack-sized or five, six-count chicken wings. I don't know what that means. Depending on the location, to all patrons who visit 
any of their participating U.S. or Canada locations on February 17th, 2020, between the hours of 4 and 7 p.m. local time. No purchase is necessary to redeem the free wings. That is if the Super Bowl goes into overtime. I mean, Buffalo Wild Wings makes good wings, and they give you a million options on how you want them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mango habanero action and all yeah. that, but... I don't know. When it comes to wings, I'm a one. I'm a one wing store guy. And yeah. I'm a Hooters guy all day. How much are wings? You know what I mean. Like you're gonna go in for free ones. Like yeah, for five wings, it's like a dollar or something yeah. for real. Ah, give me my free wing. Although people do it, you know, like Taco Bell. Whenever they steal a base in the World Series or something. It's true. Ah, where's my taco? I got a free uh, one. I've got a map, and I'm going to hit every Taco Bell. They won't know. That's how I got them. That's how I'll beat the business. Oh, man. Uh, you're a genius. By the way, you just spent $18 in gas. Yeah, for real. You get four free tacos. But tacos are 38 cents. Uh, 82% of Americans have cried during a movie, according to a new poll, uh, including 91% of women and 71% of men. Have you ever cried during a movie? Oh, yeah. Of yes. Yeah. I cried during public commercials. Are you yeah. kidding me? Joe was just crying during that last Star Wars movie. Cried through the whole thing. Uh, unrelated, though. He was just crying because he was old. just sad mm-hmm. and drunk. Sometimes his head leaks. <laughs> <laughs> I watched a movie this weekend that made me cry 20 years ago, 30 years ago. Made you cry 30 years ago when you watched it. Uh, Terms of Endearment. Oh, uh, yeah. Where the uh, the daughter dies. Uh-huh. And the, oh, she's spoiler. Oh. <laughs> but she has to bring her kids in and say goodbye to her kids. Oh, yeah. man. And Brutal. Then, yeah, then she just died. Oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's going to die now. You want to know the weirdest movie that made me cry? And I don't mean like, ah, but kind of like made me all sad. What's what? eating Gilbert Grape? No, that weirded me out. Dumb Weird movies. No. Patch Adams. <laughs> um, Look who's talking, yeah, too. Two, two. The second <laughs> one. Abe Pagoda. <laughs> Got me a couple of times. Um, it was Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. Oh, that's a very emotional movie. Yes, but not, it wasn't until the very end. Old Matt Damon. Yeah. Okay. Said, when he goes right. to the to the grave, right? And he's talking about it, and he says, "Was it was it, I worth it? Was, it? was saving my life worth it that all those people died?" I don't know. I was like, mm, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> is it for real? <laughs> yeah. I like the uh, general, whoever it is, and he says, "If he's alive, we got to get him." The hell out of there. Mm-hmm. I like the way he says that line. Yeah, the hell good. out of there. Uh, it says that people in the South are most likely to cry during a movie, where 85% said that they do it. The Midwest was next with 83%, Northeast 80 and people out West were least likely to cry at movies with only 75%. This was another stat that they gave. 2% of people said the question didn't apply because they don't watch movies. Who uh, are yeah. you people? <laughs> uh, you know what movie made me feel? I didn't cry at all, but made me feel terrible for a couple of days afterwards. Ooh. What? Um, Wait, you want to Star is Born? Um, the new one? Mm. When Bradley Cooper? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You say hello again. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't, I didn't cry or it wasn't like, you know. But the next day, you woke up, and I was like, why, what's, why am I in a bad mood? What's bothering me? Yeah. Uh, Joey was showing a lady crying on TV. Joey, I don't know if you can put in there the uh, lady that cries at Wally. Have you ever seen that? No. The guy filmed his wife. She didn't. I don't know. I never saw the movie, but I guess it's sad, or he dies. He's a robot. Or, but, like, yeah. does he get so decommissioned or something or whatever? Yeah. No, disassemble. But she is, like, bawling, and he goes, it's a fake cartoon robot. robot. And she goes, it's so Oh, no. oh, man. <laughs> uh, one time I cried at a wrestling thing. Oh, I was no. thanking the guys, and I was like, yep. "So real to me." I believe it. I cried. I couldn't hold it in. Uh, I believe you are the same as that guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Uh, KFC in Australia pulled a 15-second commercial after getting complaints that it's sexist. Uh, it features a woman in short shorts and cleavage uh, reveal, uh, a revealing top, uh, checking herself out in the reflection of a car's tinted window, and then the window rolls down to reveal something. Uh, we have the video up on Bone TV. Let's check this out together. Here we go. Checking out her butt, checking out her cleavage, and little kids are <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Did someone say KFC? I don't care. I love it. I don't, know what, I don't know what that has to do with chicken, but okay, whatever, but I don't think it's that bad. Oh, because it's a zinger, like a zinger. She was, you know, looking in the thing, and the zingers that the kids are in there. That's the only thing, because it's a commercial. But they're the saying that it's pop-pop. sexist. Yeah, no, how's it sexist? Girls don't check themselves out in reflection. Yeah, right. I mean, she is dressed a little skimpy, but that's not sexist. It's a joke. Sure, setting up yeah. the joke. And it's uh, two teen kids in there, or maybe younger than teen, whatever, with their mom, and they're checking her out because she's hot and she's looking at her stuff and everything. I don't know. Those people who are complaining are called jerk offs. It's in Australia too. You'd think know, they'd be right? a little more. Hello, good ah, day, mate. Show me your jiggly jigglies. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like some more of the fried chicken? Oh man, <laughs> that's pretty good. I'm going to have a fried kangaroo sandwich. Ooh. No. They're all fried right now. Yeah. Oh. Why would you say that? Oh, you're a bad person. Accent. You're a bad person. <laughs> Derek Jeter and Larry Walker received enough votes. Oh, poor Larry Walker. From Nobody's the Baseball Writers Association of America to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Jeter missed being a unanimous pick by just one vote. We'll find you. One we person. will oh, find yeah. you. It'll come out. Jeter was on uh, 396 of the 397 ballots cast by the Baseball Writers Association of America. It's unclear yet who didn't vote for him. Still, Jeter got 99.7% of the vote, which is the second biggest percentage after, uh, uh, what's his Mariano name? Mariano Rivera. Rivera. Uh, Ken Griffey Jr. is now third. He got 993 the only player to get enough votes was Larry Walker, who finally made it in his last year of eligibility. Good. He deserves to be in. He's just he's way overshadowed. This uh, year. Those who did not make the cut, Kurt Schilling. Kurt Schilling, I'm telling you right now, I'm a, I'm a Yankee fan. I'm anti-Red Sox. Kurt Schilling is being kept out of the Baseball Hall of Fame because of his political For views and because he's outspoken yeah. and he has a little bit of conspiracy theories. Not, but that is complete and utter nonsense. That guy was an amazing pitcher, and how he is not in the Hall of Fame is just a goddamn joke. Uh, Roger Clemens. Steroid abuser. Mm-hmm. Cheater. Barry Bonds. Steroid abuser. Cheater. And Omar Vizquel. Steroid abuser. I don't really know. Yeah, I don't know. I probably might as well. Uh, Jeter and Walker will be inducted on July 26th at the uh, Hall in Cooperstown, New York. They'll join catcher Ted Simmons and former Players Association head Marvin Miller, who were voted in last month by the Hall's Modern Era Committee. I have never gone to the Baseball Hall of Fame. Yeah. I've been close to Cooperstown. I go, we should go. And then uh, even when my son played baseball, I'm like, we should go to the Hall of Fame. And my brother and I always said, we'll wait till Jeter gets in to go. Mm -hmm. But now... There's no way I'm going there. There's no way you're going to get. I get easier to get Pearl Jam tickets. <laughs> well, can you go? I mean, like not for this. Right, but I'll can to go you just go and visit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. But um, uh, congratulations to him and really what a great um, you know everybody kind of knew it was going to happen, but what a great honor and and that it happened so quick and that he's his two kids never got to see him play. But they'll know you know grow up knowing their father's a Hall of Famer. And That's this was cool. his uh, first ballot. 
Yeah. First ballot uh, in there for sure. Yeah, he's in. He's in. Uh, Antonio Brown is being accused of assaulting a man at his home in Florida. The city Already? Of, yeah, the city of Hollywood Police Department says that they were called uh, to his house around 2 p.m. for a reported disturbance. When they arrived on the scene, they made contact with the alleged victim, who police claim he was battered by Brown and his trainer, Glenn Holt. TMZ reported two sources tell them it appeared someone was injured. A large police present was at Antonio Brown's house in the afternoon. I think we have some video footage up there. Uh, police say Holt was charged with one count of burglary and uh, with battery, they say, house. they say that uh, he tried to make contact. They tried to make contact with Brown, but were unsuccessful. Police are working to get a warrant for Brown's arrest. According to TMZ, they said he'd been facing possible felony battery charges. The situation stems from an incident with a driver who works for a moving company, according to TMZ. Who has him on the, on the death pool? I have him. Good yeah. Call. Yeah, I really think that it's going to wind up with him doing something crazy, either killing himself or getting killed by yeah, somebody sure. that's, you know, against him or even in his posse and, you know, who knows what. Or if but, he gets into a fight and some, right. you know, or like cops, a gun. Or he comes out, you know, with something that looks like a gun or a gun, you know, death by cop. I think with the Super Bowl being in, in Miami, he lives in South Florida, you know he's going to be showing up at these parties, trying to make it about him, making a big scene. Yeah. That's what I think is going to happen next week. I would love to see him jump on the field and try to catch a ball. Oh, my God. That <laughs> would, would be, be awesome. <laughs> or if he streaks through one of the fields, he just totally lost his mind. What's the worst thing going to happen? They ban him? Yeah. Yeah. Something crazy is going to happen Super Bowl week. Yeah, he's already not playing. Like, I don't think he's going to be back in the NFL. Why not go out there and do it and go see him? Still yeah. the greatest. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Such a weirdo. Take the over on the Super Bowl? Oh, yeah, I think so. I don't even know what it is right now, but I just imagine it's going to be a shootout of, of between Mahomes and yeah, Garoppolo. The Chiefs score a lot of points. But usually, sometimes you say that, and then all of a sudden, the defense steps up, and you, you've got... No point. Well, doesn't uh, San Fran have the best defense in the league right yeah, now? Yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah, Marino. <laughs> 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 have you guys been keeping up with Mahomes' girlfriend on Twitter? No. Yes. On Instagram and all her no. like, oh. She is hilarious yeah. and annoying as hell, and I love it. Well, she's, she's like total sorority white girl, it. and she's like, yeah, we it's, won, bitches. It's the Woo! best. Like in the just so loud, over distorted. Everyone's like, they, they were like, you love her if she's on your team, if she's yeah. for your team, but you want to murder her oh, yeah. if you're playing against her. Yeah, she's the left. Just with a bunch of other hot chicks yelling into the camera. <laughs> that's her. Yeah, that's her in a nutshell. Oh my god, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's she's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's so great. By the way, uh, she's, not hot enough. I don't think so either. That black way hotter. I don't think yeah. so either, especially if he wins the Super Bowl. He's got to upgrade. Yeah. I feel. I think I read that they've been together since like he was in high school. Could be. Sure. Like, got a nice little chicken head action yeah. going, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, not, who, like the best looking. Uh, no. Obviously, I know Super. You know, you know, quarterback, whatever NFL. But he's hot. No. Or he is once he made the Super Bowl. Yeah. His voice is like a Muppet, though. He yeah. sounds really? like Kermit the Frog. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's when then he, and now that's how you know he's got a big wiener. Yeah. <laughs> because God, you had to yeah, trade God, it. God, yeah. gave him, God gave him the football talent. He gave him uh, the the athletic ability. Uh, you know, he's not a bad looking guy. And then he talks. And you're like, okay. Now you know he's got a big wiener. He didn't take, didn't take the wiener. It's the same thing with Beckham. Beckham's, everything about Beckham is perfect. Great soccer player, gorgeous guy, great hair. You're like, must have a small penis. And he's like, meh, meh, meh. And you're like, oh, nope, big penis. 
clown voice. Uh. It's looking like most sports books have uh, either anywhere from 51 to 53. Ooh, that's a tough. That's tough. Yeah. If you get 51, I'll take the over. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. The Super Bowls get weird not, sometimes. Maybe not. I mean, I'm taking the under. Yeah. 51, a lot of pressure and a lot of nerves. Yeah. Don't really start going until, you know, a little bit into the game. A lot of players calm down. Their first time playing on the big stage. Oh, man. She had a rocking body. Yeah. Is that, Let me get a little her, Carmen. Oh. What? Fantastic. Let me see her. Okay. He's, Joey's got that, yeah. videos of her up there. Oh, well, Carmen's got her Instagram up here, too. She's got a cute little freckle on her butt. No, I'm out. Uh, I'm not particularly attracted to. Boy, he was ugly as yes. hell in college or whatever that is, high school. Um, I'm not like particularly attracted to her. <laughs> that was, yeah. that was that uh, well, now look at him. His hair grew and he's got a yeah. He's, he's got tall. his body going. I think he's only like 23. Look at me. She's not ugly by any means. No, but, but I'm just you, not attracted to her. Yeah, you know what I like. I'm more attracted <laughs> yeah, to him yeah. than I am to her. <laughs> That's a joke. You know who will be at the Super Bowl since it's in Miami? Who? Who do you think? Burrito. I, for a second, I thought you were going to say Trick Daddy like it was a cocaine oh, joke. I didn't no. know which way we were going. No. Yeah. Marino will be there because it's the only way he's going to go to the Super Bowl. Oh, so like do a coin oh how or dare you. Yeah. Greatest of all time. So Mahomes has been with this girl since the 10th grade. Oh, it's oh time to let it go. So all through college, everything. Is he like super religious? Aren't no, they all? I don't think so. No, just high school sweetheart. No. Look, it's time, to, it's time to move on. Yeah. It's time to let her go and say, hey, look, thank you. But you know, let's do this now before I lose half my stuff. <laughs> I love, I love that we hear nothing bad about this guy. They've been together <laughs> yeah. since high school. Like all this Ruin great thing. Like, yeah, I beat it. Dirt bag. Uh, uh. Back. Give me your Instagram. I'm gonna send her a message. Yeah, yeah. we got. I'm Get sorry to do this, we got to yeah. break up. What do her feet look like? I don't now. like the way she acts. What? <laughs> oh, yeah, she doesn't have a nice body. She's got a great butt. Yeah, she's all in the gym. Yeah, big deal. Yeah. You know what else is in the gym? Guys, I don't want a guy body. Galvin, I'm going to tell you something. You're going to think I'm lying. Lizzo put out a video yesterday. Oh, yeah. I was I was somewhat attracted to it. Stop yeah. it. I, I, like, I like almost nudity. And she was in like a little skinny bathing suit. Well, don't get me wrong. She's got a big skinny jelly. Skinny bathing suit. A little bathing suit. Little. little bathing suit. Yeah, and it's a bikini, too. So what happened is uh, Beyonce just released her line with Adidas, Ivy Park. And so she's sending out these boxes yeah. to everybody. Not and, me. I didn't get one. Oh, you didn't get one? And that's oh. part of her collection. I'll email her again. Make sure you get one of those. Yeah. There it is, Gowan. Mm-hmm. In her little... Why is Terrell Suggs in a bathing suit? <laughs> oh, my God, dude. What happened? Super Bowl week. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Celebrate. Terrell Suggs. Now, who is that? creature with her uh quinn wilson oh, who is that well they dance to the song this is for rachel i don't know honestly uh, right. the, just in the video with her carmen i i have to tell you one of the things that makes me feel old and out of touch mm-hmm. is going through cameo yeah cameo is where you pay a celebrity to say hi to somebody and make a message i don't know who 90 percent of the people on cameo are 90 percent yeah but I, I, not just 10 percent 90 percent i guarantee they're just like youtube people and some of them and some of them are like uh I don't know, famous for other things. I'm like, nope, never heard of them. But what else are they famous for? I don't know. I saw a video the other day. They had a thing, YouTube star so-and-so tips a pizza guy $1,000. 
And uh, she videos the whole thing. And it's like, I'm so happy I did that. And yeah. then it felt good. And that's <laughs> you know what? Just do it and don't video it. I mean, yeah. I know what you're... You're not doing it to help this guy out. You're doing it to help but you out. But she feels good now. $1,000 to that guy, yep. if it was even real. Who yeah. knows whether it was $1,000. Or if she just said, I'll give you 100 bucks if you act like I give you $1,000. Yeah. But anyways, just do it and feel good. But no, you're doing it so that you'll get more... Views yeah, right. and then you make more money, and that thousand dollars is just like an investment. If you yeah. say, "Hey, if you give me a thousand dollars, I'll give you ten thousand dollars." Okay, right. well, no, no problem. But yeah. she's like, "I feel good about myself. <laughs> I helped him out, and so he's got a thousand dollars." And I still got a pizza. Ah, it was nice. Yeah. That's no. how you get more clout. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then you become Lizzo, and yeah, play babies. that flute. <laughs> Pamela Anderson. You know Pam? I do. I'm familiar with her. Baywatch back in the Hepatitis day. Hepatitis spokeswoman. Uh. She secretly got married. To whom? Hollywood producer John Peters on Monday night. John Peters was a producer for... I know. A movie that you just talked about with Bradley Cooper. Oh. Star is born. The original one, though. Oh, Because wow. he's 74 years old. Yeah, she's 52. They actually dated in the 80s after meeting at the Playboy Mansion. But here's a picture of the happy couple. Oh. Yeah. All right. That guy? But keep in mind, okay? How old is she? 50-something? 50 52, right. yeah. He's how old? 74. She's broke. And they dated before. And he's not bad looking. I mean, if you can't see him right now, he's got big hair and... He's got he all used that to be, a, hair, he used to be a hairdresser. Yeah, yeah. that. that, that I, I'm telling you, I don't think this is a bad deal. He's just kind of looks like Wayne Newton a little well, bit. Well, he says she's like been the love of his life ever oh. since they dated, like you know, 20 years back. Or is whatever. he confusing her for Dan Anderson? Because he seems like that's <laughs> who he would like for some reason. He produced a woman, Barbara Streisand. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. Oh, and not he, the original, but yeah, right. the one before. And, and, the, uh, and he looked real super 70s back then. He yeah. Had, he had a beard, and he just looked like if you showed him at any time, he will tell you, you would know what decade he's from. He looked like cocaine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so listen to this. CBS offered Artie Lang $20 million to replace Howard Stern. That's what Artie Lang when? claimed on his podcast. Uh, he interviewed former CBS Radio and Howard Stern show executive Tim Sabian in an episode. Uh, a lot of the behind-the-scenes details were revealed on the episode. Lang said when Stern announced that he was leaving radio, CBS tried to screw him over by getting both him and Stern's longtime Gary. producer, Gary Delbate, uh, to leave Stern and stay with the company. Uh, Sabian had to make the call to Lang with the offer because he still worked for the company at the time. Lang says they offered him a guaranteed $5 million per year for four years yeah. with Gary as the show's producer. Lang declined the offer, and so did Gary. Uh, they all went to work with Howard at Sirius, including Tim Sabian. Now, that's true, that, and that's been out for a while. Interesting. They've talked about that on the show, that it was, it was uh, YSP in Philadelphia, I believe was a station that they wanted to put them on. Uh -huh. And they probably would have put them on other stations as well. Right, if they're paying them that much. Right, money. but um, $5 million a year is not as much money as it sounds like. $20 million sounds like a lot of money. But it's a guaranteed $20 million because it was four years guaranteed $5 million a year for four years. I mean, they were still saving probably $30 million right. for paying Howard at the time. Yeah. And then Gary, they probably could have gave Gary $500,000 a year. And he he's talked about it before how he how he's turned that down how they called him right away 
and asked him, and he turned it down. Yeah, but what do you think at the uh, peak of terrestrial radio? What do you think Gary was making? Two fifty. Really? Yeah. And do you think he's making a lot more at Sirius now, Tony, or no? Can you get Tony on the phone? <laughs> he Tony won't tell me because he'll know, right? But he could say you're way off here, or you're pretty close. Yeah, I don't think he will. Do you think he made a big jump at Sirius? Yeah, I, know. I bet you. So Artie said in the Rolling Stone interview that he made seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year doing Howard's show in the beginning, and in the beginning, yeah, but wow. he was not there that long. Like his. His base salary was seven fifty. No, but I'm saying just to, I mean, think about that. To get on the Stern Show, you're already no, no, and it's serious. Oh, it's serious. Okay, it's serious. Okay, so that okay. was two thousand six. Okay, right. So they said that he he said he made seven hundred fifty thousand, but he made so much money on the road that he made well over a million dollars. So it worked out. Sure. Then one time, Artie got Gary's check by accident, and Artie couldn't believe how much money Gary made, he made it sound like he was making more than Artie. Mm. Which I, if you ask me, think it's well-deserved because Gary probably made such crap money for so long right. that Howard probably said, pay him a million dollars a year, he deserves it. Right. No, I'm, I'm part, most of this is guessing. No luck? No, he did not answer. He shut his phone off. He's like, don't uh, bring me in the middle of this. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's, so it was so funny because when we were in high school, we used to sit around like on the bus or whatever on our way to school and try to figure out what we thought everybody on the show made mm-hmm. because you knew Howard was making millions. The most unbelievable was when Stuttering John told us how much he made. Right. But it that's was. what we suspected at the time is that they weren't making that much money. I, um, I would not have thought that. I mean, that's like. What would you say? It was like 40 grand? 35. 35, yeah. But that's like small market radio but money. But keep in mind, though. So you had Howard, uh, Fred, Jackie, Robin, not in that order either, Gary. That's that's six people already on the right. show. Now John, who started as an intern, was getting paid a salary after his internship. Right. But the, and not were, to mention the behind-the-scenes people that were How there. many stations were they on when Stuttering John was on there at the peak? Like, how many different stations were they on? You would think if each one of those stations kicked in five grand, he'd be making a few hundred thousand. Right, but that's not how it worked. You you made They made their their deal with K-Rock. K-Rock, yeah. And Howard made his deals with all the other stations. Yeah. And that's how, that's how it went. So John... Said he was making thirty, but John was making thirty five thousand dollars a year. But then he'd get appearances, sure. Then make a ton of money from that, and then he was able to put out an album and do all this. It's it's hard because you make such crap money, but you're like, but the opportunities to do other stuff. And then I remember and then when Jay Leno, yeah, yeah, yeah give me a five hundred thousand. And I remember when John had the opportunity to be on, on uh, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, right? And he wanted to do it, and they said no, and it was a hundred grand. If you're making thirty five and somebody's dangling a hundred grand in front of you, that's hard to say no to. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I bet you, I bet you that his story about Sabian offering that money is accurate uh, for Artie, and I want to know exactly what they ordered Gary and uh, what they offered Gary, and that Gary had the loyalty there. The loyalty there. Mm-hmm. I looked at Spanish because mm-hmm. I think that if they offered you, so if somebody offered you tomorrow, um, double your salary to leave. And go to a different station that would compete against me. Mm-hmm. I don't even have to ask you what you would do. You know I wouldn't go. I know you wouldn't yeah. go, and I would feel bad. How much so would you fr- take? What's that? How much would it take to go across the street? Me to go yeah. across the street to work against Mike? Yeah, yeah. like stay in Tampa. 
But I mean, yeah, a lot of money. I just love working here, right? Which I know they use it against. Okay, me, so, so what if they said to you, what if they said to you, um, you and Drew, like Drew left the station, and Drew then and another company um, said to me, said to you guys, I'm going to offer Drew and the Drew and Spanish show, and they would pay you double what you're making here. I'd want more than double. All I right. would need more than double to, to so, leave here. So let's let's say uh, three times the amount of what you're making here. With a guarantee of three years of, of that pay, regardless of whether you work for a week or work for the entire three years. I don't think I would. Carmen, what would you do? No, what? No, I don't. Um, I don't care. Listen, I would tell you to go. Yeah. But the problem is, is like, especially being in the same market as you mm-hmm. and knowing how well you do and what is going on over here, like... Uh, not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy. I'm never going to get a bonus. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to, like... You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I don't know. I feel like the opportunities you uh, that's offered in this show is worth more than that. Mm-hmm. It would like be what? cool you mean to... like shoulder rubs? <laughs> yes, all the, all the shoulder... Uh, <laughs> I got you. Yeah, uh, you got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, very loyal. Sorry, Alvin. Aerosmith's drummer, Joey Kramer, who's been with the band since it formed in 1970, says that the other members are unfairly blocking him from rejoining the band for some once-in-a-lifetime events, according to a new lawsuit. Uh, Kramer claims that his fellow Aerosmith members, Steven Tyler, Joe Perry, Tom Hamilton, and Brad Whitford, are going against 50 years of precedent by not allowing him back in the band after a temporary disability, something that's never been done to any of them. According to documents, Kramer suffered a minor injury in the spring of 2019, but was ready to return to the band's Vegas residency shows by fall. Instead of being welcomed back as expected, Kramer claims he was subjected to brand new band policy that he did not approve of, where he would have to audition to prove he was able to play, quote, at the appropriate level in order to regain his drummer role. Again, Kramer Mm. claims that he has never happened. uh, This has never happened to any of the other guys in Aerosmith uh, in their 50 year history, all of whom at one time have stepped away for a time. Yeah. Even worse, Kramer says the band asked them, asked him to perform a series of solo rehearsals with a click track, not even live with the other four guys as his audition. And they would listen to the recordings, decide whether he got back in the band or not. Wow. They just don't like him. Well, they're, yeah, I guess they're saying that he Woof. wants to get back because now the, with the Grammys, they're doing a Grammy performance and all this and that, whatever, that he's now, oh, well, let me back in the band. I want to play it for the Grammys. It's a big tribute uh, to Aerosmith where they're playing their whole catalog. And wow. then, yeah, they're going to do like a yeah, montage. montage. Uh, and then with the residency, whenever he was hurt, he said he was paying the drummer $20,000 a week himself to fill in for him. Why? I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. Yeah, but that seems weird. By the way, I'm almost positive. I'm almost positive Joey Kramer is the one who uh, trademarked the name Aerosmith. Like, he came up with the name Aerosmith. Oh, really? Yeah, because he's the original member and stuff. And I I will tell you. It's a dick move. I I mean, I don't know the details of it, but it seems like that's a dick move. It seems like they must really not like him. Or they're like a money grab. They're like, hey, without him, that's more for us. You know, do oh, it I that didn't way. think about that. Well, yeah. they seem like they didn't they, like Steven Tyler. It was the band versus Steven Tyler. It really did, yeah. right? So now maybe did Joey? 
did Joey go uh, on Steven's side? Maybe they all turn on him. I yeah, don't know. I don't know. But I can tell you, one of the most underrated drummers. He's a great drummer. Like he's a solid yeah, rock. He was drummer. a great drummer. I need to see him. Again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we need to have an audition. Solo see what's going on. That's that's messed up, man. <laughs> that is messed up. Uh, Nickelback will tour this summer to mark their 15th anniversary of their album "All the Right Reasons," uh, and Stone Temple Pilots will be opening for them. I would, I, I'm not, because it's on a Tuesday or whatever, but that's a good show. Yeah. Yeah, I don't hate Nickelback, and I love Stone Temple Pilots. Stone Temple Pilots. singer sounds just like, uh, what's his face? Scott Weiland. Crazy dead guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we talked about it earlier. Hall & Oates is hitting the road with Squeeze. They will be here at the uh, uh, Amphitheater on August 15th, which I believe is a Saturday. I think it's a Saturday, so that'll be a good show. And then Alice Cooper announced some new dates with Lita Ford and Tesla opening for him. Also, Blue Oyster Cult on some of the shows. You got to check for the different dates, but uh, so far, no Florida dates for Alice Cooper. Yeah, I got to tell you, I'm Alice Cooper now. Yeah. Yeah, we've seen him. I mean, he's here a lot. He's he plays a he, he plays Ruth Eckert Hall a bunch. And he stuff, seems so. surprisingly healthy to be in the same era of guys like Ozzy and all those other, other people who seem so much older Right, and, and he's actually older, yeah. You know, and uh, uh, he seems really normal and with it, like just yeah, a normal yeah. guy. He's yeah. a big golfer, yeah. Uh, finally, news: a team of researchers recently talked to about a thousand people who use voice assistants like Alexa or Siri at least once a week. Top ten things they use them for. What do you think the top ten things we use Siri or Alexa for? Music, music. Yes, absolutely. Number three on the list: listen to music. Time. Time, uh, set alarms and reminders and stuff like that. Directions. Okay. That is on there. Directions. No, you're not making a lot of uh, directions from your home. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know? um, so Siri. Although Siri, you know. Oh, how to spell something. <laughs> I use it all, That's what you use it for. Uh, 100%. Uh, uh, no. Nope. Siri, how do you spell cat? Yeah, they don't have <laughs> sell or uh, spell something. Um, what do I use it for? I use it for, uh, hey, Siri. Like, what do you think the number one thing is? News? Uh, news, they say, is four. Search for food? <laughs> Sorry. No. I said, hey, Siri, and now it's answering me. Uh, the number one thing, it's pretty obvious whenever you hear it. Number one thing, to ask random questions and find out oh, facts. Oh, yeah, okay. that's too yeah. yeah, that's for Watch sure. Watch this, ready? Well, hey, Siri, play the Mike Caldas show, volume 10. I'll just turn everybody's on. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, yeah, that's not the same as spelling something, Harmon. It's asking a question, mm. getting an answer. Mm. Boom. Sorry, Siri, not you. <laughs> uh, it says, uh, ask them to tell you a joke. Uh, check travel information. Like, I guess you could say. Flights, my flight. Yeah. Check my flight. Uh, send text messages, search the internet, set alarms, make calls, check the news, listen to music, check the weather, and I'm ask a, random questions. I'm going to Vegas in February. Oh, are you? I would like to go to the Seattle Aerosmith show. Are you going out there for a particular thing, or are you just going out I think, there? I think so. Yeah. I think I'm going to see the uh, Tyson Fury uh, fight. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, but I would like to I would like to take a night to go see um, uh, Aerosmith or not David Lee Roth. Um, Spanish. Yes. I don't know who this is. Uh, from Monty Python. Oh, Terry Jones, the Monty Python Died? guy. Did anybody take him? Yeah, he's dead. I don't think so. It's interesting because he was on every he was on every death pool list yeah. because he'd been sick so long. Yeah, Terry Jones, the Monty Python founder, uh, is dead at the age of uh, 
Uh, I have this so we can make it official. Yeah. It's a Mike Kelter Show Death Pool Update. Ooh. Terry Jones is dead. Ah. Thank you very much. <laughs> no yeah. points. First, I thought it said Jerry Jones, and I thought cowboy fans oh, everywhere yeah. rejoicing. Didn't we have like someone right out of the gate last year? Like when the first, like yes. yeah, Spanish had uh, who was it? Not Carol. Was it Carol Channing or no? Somebody. Hold on, I can tell you in one second. Yeah, it was somebody right out of the gate. Spanish had like I think within the first week. Yeah, those my, were good days when I Carol was Carol Channing. League. Yeah, my was it Carol Channing? Yeah. My prediction is that. This will be a light death year. You think so? I don't think so. No? I no. think it's going to be a big... 2020 It's going to be a big death year. People are partying harder than normal. Boy, uh, John Cleese is nervous today. Uh, yes. What is the, uh, what is the setup for uh, Vegas? Who's going with you? Because clearly they're a boxing fan. Why? Huh? Because Why? I just don't see you planning a trip to Vegas solely to see... Oh, you know who he's going with. Ooh. I mean, I'd assume it's who you've been like hanging out with recently and doing all this like stuff with. Are you referring to my boyfriend? Yeah, Ben. Ben. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Who's a fight fan? Okay. Yeah. I mean, not that you're not a fight fan, but I just don't see you going. Oh, I definitely have to see no. Wilder versus Fury. No, but uh, the thing is, is like I to me, I don't. You know why I don't want to go do that? Because I don't want to go through the hassle of trying to set all that up, of getting good tickets and getting out to Vegas and blah blah blah. Ben's already got tickets. I'm like, okay, now we got to fight. Now, yeah. we're, now we're going. Yeah, that's going to be and good. And I also yeah. think we're cheering for opposite uh, fighters, which will, will be some side bets on the way Who's there. he cheering for? Uh, uh, Wilder. Wilder, and you're taking Fury? Yeah. I got to tell you, it could go either way, but I, I, I like I, Tyson Fury. I love him. It's going to be a great. good fight either way, yeah. but it's hard to it's hard to think that Wilder isn't going to win. <laughs> it's, it's not, though. He's so, so massive. But... Whenever he, uh, Fury got knocked down, and he got up like the Undertaker, man. He was ready yeah. to go. And he was in that fight the entire time. Like, that was a close, close fight. Yeah. I, you know, I'm, I haven't been to Vegas for a boxing match since um, uh, Holyfield Lewis 2. And this is a big this heavyweight a big fight, fight yeah. you know. And, yeah, this that'll be a good fight for sure. But I would like to, uh, to use one of those nights to see Aerosmith or... Def Leppard. Well, yeah. Are they doing a Vegas thing? Uh, I don't know if they're still out there. I know they did, but they're getting ready for the tour with uh, crew and stuff, so I don't know if they're out there anymore. Because most of those residencies only last like a month or whatever. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I don't know. Is Aerosmith out there? I don't know. I need to see who's on drums before I decide if I'm going to go. <laughs> yeah, right? Figure it out. Uh, all right. That is it for news. Uh, we have some upcoming gigs that we'll tell you about for St. Patrick's Day. We're doing a uh, St. Practice Day on the 14th. And then on St. Patrick's Day on the 17th, we will be where we usually are, and that's Maloney's and West Chase. So we'll give you those details as it gets closer. Now, we are uh, doing kegs and eggs this Saturday to get you ready for Gasparilla. Spanish and Carmen and the new Bud Light Seltzer will be out uh, in McDitton's down in Soho starting at 8 a.m. Be ready to do some drinking. Uh, Galvin has a brand-new open letter. We'll do that when we come back. And then uh, Filmy, the artist, hopefully he'll be here. She'll be here. Fill me, file me. I don't know. I'm going just by what I read on Facebook. I found somebody on Facebook that I like, an artist that draws. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.